Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. The righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continue yep. in some well-doing seek nope. for glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Great Luke You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' expose them? Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin? Thank you. 
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're gonna learn today. <clears throat> all right, all right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Yahweh Baha Shami Hawashai broke a thumb to the 12 tribes worldwide to Judah, Benjamin, Levi, Simeon, Zimbabwe, Ephraim, Manasseh, Gab, Reuben, Ashton, Dalian, Issachar, to the so called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, Similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and the so called Mexicans here in the Northern Hemisphere of North America. Shalom, 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 shalom. Brothers and sisters, you've reached another episode of ISBHBK Presents Bible Talk. ISBHBK is the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. And our Bible Talk podcast is, is, is provided for you every Monday through Thursday from 10, 10 a.m. to about 12 noon, sometimes 1230, um, Monday through Thursday, again, from 10 a.m. to 12, maybe um, 1230, Monday through Thursday. And then we come back on Friday nights. Um, from 7, 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, with the Brother Bonabad doing Friday Night Bible Breakdowns with Bonabad. On Mondays, you got me, uh, my, uh, Mishaba, right, as I go over topics and, and um, uh, uh, a series of, of, of topics uh, that, that, we, that we start on Monday. Then we come back on Tuesdays, and we have Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays, Tazapot Tuesdays every Tuesday. Then I come back on Wednesdays and continue on with the series that I might, that I might be going over. Then we get back on Thursdays where we have uh, the Brother Tazapod coming back to us. And that show that he does is FYI for your information, where he, he goes in and he takes questions from, 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 uh, that he gets um, throughout the week or, or, or throughout the month. And he goes to a real in-depth study, and then he goes in and he deals with those questions uh, that, that, that do come up and that arise. Um, so we invite you to uh, please check out any of our, of our platforms. And again, coming back on Friday nights with, uh, uh, at 10 p.m. with uh, Bonabad's Friday Night Bible Breakdowns. Being a part of the ISBHPK, the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge Network of Schools Across America, um, we invite you to um, visit any one of our schools. And our school here in San Antonio is located at 4444 Walsam, suite number 201, San Antonio, Texas, 78218. Um, and they have classes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and also on Saturdays, uh, Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. And we also feel, uh, please feel free to check them out on YouTube at ISBHBK San Antonio, all right? Um, the school is also called the Sport of Truth, and if you like any information or, or like to get some contact uh, about the school, here in San Antonio, please reach out to Brother of War at area code 210-862-2643 or the Brother Samson at area code 505-387-9609. Um, for our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, uh, we invite you to please check out uh, our website that we put together called isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com. 
um, on the ISDHPK.com, you will definitely find um, our school locations in Houston, which is located at 231 FM Road 1092 in Stafford, Texas, 77477, meaning address there. Our, family, our, our school in Houston hosts classes on uh, Mondays and Wednesdays from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m., again, Central Standard Time, and begin on Fridays from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, and then on Saturdays, the Sabbath, uh, Sabbath service starting at 10 a.m. Now, for any questions uh, going, concerning our school there in, in Houston, we invite you to please contact Priest Kwakwaza at area code 303-557-8979. Then for our school in Norfolk, Norfolk, Virginia, which is located at 2016 Granby Street in Nova, Virginia, uh, 23517, being the address there. Um, they have classes um, that you might be able to see live every Tuesday and Thursday on Facebook Live under the Israelite School of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge. And that's from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, on Facebook Live, Eastern Standard Time, every Tuesday and Thursday. Then on Friday nights, we invite you to check out ISBHPK Norfolk on Friday nights on YouTube. ISBHPK Norfolk on YouTube uh, from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. as well on YouTube. And then on Saturdays, we invite you to please check out the Sabbath ceremony uh, that, uh, that is done by, by the, the school there in Norfolk. Again, on uh, ISBHPK Norfolk on Saturday, starting at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. Then for us, Rochester. Our school in Rochester is located at 1600 Lyle Avenue, Suite Number 1A, Rochester, New York, 14606. And like the VR class is going on, what's going on up there in Rochester, uh, we, we invite you to go to YouTube every Tuesday and Thursday uh, to ISBHPK Rochester, to ISBHPK Rochester every Tuesday and Thursday um, on YouTube starting from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, then on Saturdays starting at 10 a.m. And the brothers to get in contact with up there concerning our school in, in, um, in Rochester is Priest Zion. And you can reach him at area code 757-762-3917. To help our schools um, uh, keep this, this truth going and, 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 and help promote uh, the, 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 the scriptures, uh, we invite you to check out some of our locations to help us keep the school rents going and help keep the donations going. In San Antonio, we invite you to check out Eastern, Eastern Fragrances and On the Mark Moving, which is located at the, uh, the Rolling Oaks Mall here in San Antonio. In the Rolling Oaks Mall, uh, in between the Great American Cookie Company and the elevators going up to the food court on the first floor. Right in front of the store, the Shoe Palace store, you'll find a kiosk, uh, which has Eastern Fragrances, which specializes in, in uh, cologne and perfume oils uh, that contains the actual pure oil that your colognes and perfumes are made from, but without the water, without the alcohol, and then denatured alcohol and other harsh chemicals that will harm your body. Um, and also, they have uh, instance oils uh, for the house. So they, get, they can get you your, your, your cologne oils, your perfume oils for men, women, um, or, or for burning. So we invite you to please check out Eastern Fragrances and On The Mark Moving. On The Mark Moving is a moving company um, uh, that, that proceeds from the moving company goes directly towards keeping the school going here in San Antonio. It is a licensed, insured, and bonded moving company uh, here in San Antonio. No job too big, no job too small. Uh, if you need a, a business move, if you need an apartment move, if you need a house move, if you need a storage move, if you need some move from the attic to the garage, anything you need, they, uh, they provide the service for you at, at the greatest prices here in San Antonio. And if you need, if you even need help, if you need help packing, um, um, they can arrange 
to have your stuff packed professionally and safely to ensure it's, it's safe um, travel uh, wherever it might need to go. So we actually appreciate our on-the-mark movie, uh, which also has offices located in Golden Ghost Mall on the north end of the mall um, in the Dillard section. Please check out on the mark movie or go by the school. Yeah, you know, that's the purpose for it anyway. Please go by the school and help support um, our school here in San Antonio. For our schools in um, Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester, there's a website, uh, isbhbk.com, as I mentioned earlier. Um, our school rents uh, in just Houston, uh, Rochester, and Norfolk comes out to $5,900 every month brothers and sisters every month we have to have to get a total of five thousand nine hundred dollars every month uh the rent for the for the three those those three schools is four thousand four hundred fifty dollars every month just keep the lights on the bare minimum just keep the lights on comes to a combined total of 800 let me uh, my eyes are a little bad right now of 850 dollars every month and the internet so we might provide the classes comes to $600 every month. Uh, again, for a combined total of $5,900 that needs to be got together every single month for our three schools in Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. To help us achieve our goal of paying the rent, of uh, keeping the lights on, and the internet, we invite you, please, again, go to our website and check out um, the, the links to um, uh, some of the, some of the uh, services that are provided through our website. One of the services that's there is Sweet Ambiance. Uh, and Sweet Ambiance uh, is known for engineering custom fragrances so every one of your moods can smell amazing. Uh, when you support Sweet Ambiance, you support ISBHPK. And Sweet Ambiance, again, they provide uh, clone oils, perfect oils for men and women, uh, but they also specialize in handmade uh, uh, soaps, handmade candles, and handmade lotions. Um, as well as the uh, fragrance, as well as, as, as well as beard oils, right, brothers. Now, we're trying to get your hair together. Uh, check out Sweet Ambiance at isbhbk.com. Now, you can start a monthly subscription with Sweet Ambiance that your monthly subscription will include, depending on what price uh, subscription that you get, um, you can have a, 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 a fragrance oil delivered to you every month. Um, and well, they have different packages. So to help keep the rent going, but also keep your, your repertoire uh, of, of different uh, fragrances going, we invite you please to get a subscription to help us pay the rent, uh, pay our, our three rents in the three schools, um, Houston, Norfolk, and Rochester. We also have um, on the website, Chosen Creations, uh, Chosen Creations Com, Chosen Creations Com. And Chosen Creations offers custom engraved jewelry, personalized home decor, a unique gifts you can't find anywhere else, which is very, very, very true. Um, please check out, uh, uh, go to the website, check out isaware.com, or check us out at is, uh, Chosen Creations. I'm sorry, that's isaware. I'm at chosencreations.com at Etsy. You have to check us out there. Chosencreations.com at Etsy.com. Um, and check us out, again, and you can start a subscription there as well. And then we also have uh, our tailoring company, Italian manufacturers, um, Israelware, where uh, depending on uh, uh, the subscription that you get with them, you can get a new shirt each month, which includes a border of blue and fringes, 100% pre-shrunk cotton, bond design of the month. Um, and then if you 
choose to upgrade your subscription, a leather headband to match your shirt, and shipping is included. So again, we invite you to uh, check out our businesses, our business links that we have at isbhpk.com, but also links to the high holidays, to classes, um, to some of our other YouTube channels, uh, as, as far as like uh, Hidden Truth Bible Show and Five Minutes of Wisdom and Hebrew Media Corps. So we invite you to uh, please check it out, check out um, isbhpk.com and help support our schools in Houston, Norfolk, and in Rochester. Um, for ISBHPK um, uh, Bible Talk, we also invite you to check out EO Pure Therapy, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. All right, the EO Pure Therapy Event Center, where we do have a, a Sunday classes every Sunday, starting at 4 p.m. to 6 p.m., where we're going over the Paleo Hebrew. If you want to learn the ancient or Paleo Hebrew, we invite you to please come and check us out at the EO Pure Therapy Event Center. Again, located at, at, at Willingo Small on the second floor in the Sears wing of the mall, or the very south end of the mall, where Sears used to be at, uh, at uh, right in front of the uh, remote control race car derby track that is uh, there at the mall. Please come check us out um, again every Sunday from 4 p.m. to 6 p.m. And help keep um, the event center open um, where we have not only class on Sundays, but we hold different events uh, throughout the summer and different high holidays where Israelites have a chance to come, come and gather and congregate, uh, we invite you to check out EOP Therapy. Now, EOP Therapy is located on the first floor of the mall. Um, in the JCPenney wing of the mall, directly diagonal from H&M Clothing Company. Um, one of the things that EOP Therapy specializes in, is, as well as top uh, quality skincare products, they also specialize in handmade um, uh, um, bath bombs, um, and um, bath bombs. And so uh, you can get a custom-made bath bomb, but not only a fragrance of your choice or your creation, uh, but also a bath bomb infused with CBD oil. So as you're soaking, you can get the, the health benefits of having the CBD oil released into your bath water as you're, as you're, as you're healing, right? as you're healing. Uh, EOP Therapy also specializes in CBD, creams, gummies, tinctures, and roll-ons. Um, as well as um, uh, sugar scrubs, um, uh, salt scrubs. Um, again, fragrances for men and women. So we invite you, please check out EO Pure Therapy. Um, go and ask for the brother Gabar Kawa. Ask for the brother uh, Gabar Kawa or, or the sister uh, Kwadasaya, and they can definitely help you out and hook you up with whatever skincare needs you might need for, either, for men and for women at the EO Pure Therapy. Again, located on the first floor of Rolling Oaks Mall in the J.C. Pitty wing of the mall, uh, directly diagonal from the H&M clothing store. All right? So um, that is how you can help. Uh, that's how you can help out, and we do appreciate your help. And if you'd like to directly help out uh, the our blog talk, um, our Bible talk podcast, uh, I am taking donations at, on Cash App at Mashaba, that's M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, on Cash App, or you can uh, a donation to um, Google Wallet at Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, 575 at gmail.com. Every little thing you might send, it does help. It helps us keep the, uh, the blog talk going and just help support, all right? So with all that, uh, now we get those instructions out the way, brothers and sisters, this is a part of the, of, of the, of the show, every class that I do. Um, that I'd like to remind us about uh, how important it is for us to send up prayers from one another, um, that Christ did remind us that we should pray always without ceasing. Um, and that we, we really need to, to uh, send up prayers. 
But I also get a lot, a lot of text from a lot of people um, that there's family members um, uh, that might be in need of some extra prayer for, for something they might be going through. And I want to pull this up real quick. I need to pull this up real quick. For uh, things that they, that, that they might be going through. So uh, we, we've, I've compiled a list of names um, that I asked you that in your private time, um, as you're sending up prayers, to please add the names of the people on this list to your prayer list as well, because we know the scripture does say that the the prayer um, uh, the prayer of the righteous does avail much. And it says, confess your false mother to another that she may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of the righteous does avail much. So we want to get as many righteous brothers and sisters and families praying for for for, for one another to help us through these times of need that we're going through. All right, um, and I need to add this name here. Give me one second. I just want to make sure I got this name right. <coughs> Excuse me. Allergies. All right. Um, and just as, as a quick reminder, brothers and sisters, uh, going to Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29. Going to the book of Proverbs chapter 15, verse 29, it says, The Lord is far from the wicked, but he hears the prayer of the righteous. Then we'll go to James chapter 5, verse 16. We're reminded that to confess your faults one to another and pray one for another that you may be healed. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And then also from uh, Saint, uh, uh, our brother, our teacher, Peter, who Christ gave the keys to the kingdom of heaven, in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12, it says, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers. But the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. So for those that are, are doing right by the Most High and striving to do right by the Most High, being righteous, he hears the prayers of the righteous. So we're asking that uh, you add these names now, as we do a little prayer right now, but please, in your private time, on your time, please add these names to your prayer request and your prayer list um, so that we can go ahead and, 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 and try and get the power of prayer and faith in our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, the world calls Yahweh Shai, um, that, that um, God's will be done, the Lord's will be done, but we, we do want to offer these names up to the Father. So this is what I say, uh, the most high in the name of Christ, Please listen to us now, right now. Please send Michael and the holy angels to watch over, bless, heal, protect, strengthen, help, guide, and to please take away all evil, all evil people, all evil spirits, sicknesses, guile, and malice from uh, uh, the brother and sister uh, Sawan and Waradaya, uh, from the brother John Spann, uh, from the sister Miss Catherine, also known as Ma Dukes. Uh, uh, we offer up uh, Father uh, Becky and Darrow. Uh, also, Father, we ask for the entire Lovett family uh, and my in-laws. Uh, we ask, Father, for the entire Coach family, uh, including uh, Claudia Mae Gammon, Father. Um, we, offer, uh, we ask you, Father, for Kazakia and his family and his wife, Shawashana. <clears throat> Father, we, we ask you for the sister uh, uh, Anagashia. Father, we ask, we ask uh, also for 
the brother Sahawam Mayam in Houston. We asked for the brother Sahawam here in, in, in San Antonio, Sahawam um, West Beverly. We asked your father for uh, the sister Ayana uh, Banasa Yunyan, the wife of Awana Ayer. <clears throat> we asked for the special needs children, Father, for, um, uh, for, the, uh, for the child Cece, and for the child Aizali, and for the child uh, Aliyah. We ask you, Father, for Tazafah and his entire family, uh, including his son, Rapai. We ask you, Father, for the brother Kadashkabar. Father, um, we ask you also for the brother Yenawathan. We ask you, Father, for the brother Sham Kadash and for his wife, Mariah. We ask you, Father, for the brother uh, Gabar uh, out there in Florida and his mother-in-law, uh, Ruthie Mae Johnson, Father. We ask for the, uh, the wife of Bonabad and, um, um, and for Sister Quadisaya, Father. We also ask you for uh, the Sister Pat Washington uh, being the mother of Brother LV, Father. We ask, you, we ask these things in, um, in the name of our Lord and Savior, uh, Jesus Christ, on Yahweh Shai. And we thank you always, the water from Yah, always, Amen. All right, brothers and sisters, I do believe that is it. I do believe we have everything here um, mentioned as far as our introductions. I'm trying to think of, is there anything else. Nope, that is it, that is it, that is it, that is it. All right, brothers and sisters, I don't know if y'all had a chance to check out uh, the class yesterday that the brother Tazapar did with his, three, with his three wives. That was simply amazing. It was excellent. Well, and this gives me a chance to uh, plug our, 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 our platforms. If you missed his show that he did yesterday on Tazafar Tuesday, um, it was called Never Wax Pale, The Swirl Without and the Terror Within. He did, uh, they did one heck of a great job. It was very clear, and it brought out a lot of understanding and, and a lot of history. One thing I'm seeing with the brother Tazafar, he really um, loves history. But he's got a great way. He's, he, he, he's got a great way of bringing a lot of history out with a lot of information. And it's, it, 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 it comes together real smooth. Right? It comes together really smooth and really clear. So please, brothers and sisters, uh, if you missed his class yesterday, please go to any one of our, our, our outlets or any one of our, our media platforms to be able to check out his show. All right? the, the, the first um, outlet I would invite you to go to check out any of our shows that you might have missed is at www.blogtalkradio.com. Once you pull that website up, go to the search box, type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A, and it'll bring up our episode uh, page, our library page. And it has shows going all the way back to our first show, uh, February 28th, 2010. And at last count, let me see, let me see here. At last count, let me let me check my my screen. At last count, we were at come on, why are you freezing up now? Let me see here. Episodes. Last count here. We have now published over 1,236 shows. We actually published over 1,236 shows since from February 28th, 2010. And let me take a dashboard here. And in that amount of time, we've had over 64,707 listeners, all right, of checking out our shows. So if you, uh, our main library, again, is located on www 
www.blogtalkradio.com, uh, either forward slash Mashaba, or you go to the search box and type in Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. And you get access to, to our main library right there. Um, another library that, 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 that we have that I recommend probably a little bit more, it doesn't go as far back. It only keeps the, the latest 300 episodes that we've done. <coughs> but it's located on Google Podcasts. Um, go to Google Podcasts uh, and type in and look for ISBHBK Bible Talk. And, it'll, again, it'll pull up our episode pages. And for the last, it, it keeps 300 um, uh, shows on, the, on, the, uh, on their website, on, on, on their server. Um, uh, starting from the, the, the latest, going back to the oldest one, uh, 300 episodes back. Give yourself a chance. Go and check out uh, any one of our shows um, at ISBHBK Bible Talk on either Google Podcast or iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple iTunes Podcast, or even Podcast Addicts, where you can um, uh, go and check out any of the shows you, you might have missed, um, even help, help you keep up with or catch up with any of the, the series or topics uh, that the Brother Tells Paul might be going over, uh, the series uh, or topics that I might be covering, um, we invite you to please go and uh, ch- uh, check out um, our libraries. All right? We invite you to please go check out our libraries. And, again, that show the Brother did yesterday with, uh, with his wives, it was, it, was, it was clear, it was very informative, and very educational. All right? Um, please go and check it out. All right, please go check it out. Now, for myself, um, I'm continuing, and uh, this is part 14 that we're dealing with. We're in part 14 of a series that I'm doing um, on what it means to deny Christ. All right, this is part 14 of what it means to deny Christ. And we're dealing with learning out the way of the heathen. Um, on Monday, we were going over, we started with Matthew chapter 6 and verse 7 um, um, on Monday. And in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, I'm just going to read it again. It says, uh, we're reminded of the Lord's Prayer. Um, as we get ready to come into the Lord's Prayer, as Christ is about to tell the disciples and the multitudes about how to pray and what to pray for. Um, we, reminded, we were told by Christ um, that in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, he says, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. So as we were examining uh, this, this, this verse right here and all this connotation of what it means, we went back and we started getting into, okay, the, what are the repetitions that the heathen do? So in that, we got into the history of prayer beads. Um, from the rosary beads to prayer beads, we went into that kind of extensively uh, on Monday, bringing a lot of information on that. And I, I really don't want to kind of go into that so much uh, but again, if you missed it, you're please invited to go check out ISBHBK Bible Talk again on either Google Podcast, iHeartRadio Podcast, uh, Podcast Addict, or www.blogtalkradio.com. Please go check it out um, we, we, to really catch up on this series and what we did on Monday. All right. Uh, one of the last things we went into on Monday also, um, again, and then with the prayer beads, uh, and the rosary beads, how that we did discuss and, and go into, and I, I never knew this, that with the um, the rosary beads, 
that in, 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 uh, in churches today, that there's over 275 memorized prayers that are said within the Catholic Church, that, that are said within, uh, at the, in the Catholic Church, and over 200 of them are to uh, Mary. Uh, the only one I knew about, uh, to be honest, was Hail Mary. Um, I didn't know that there was over 200 memorized prayers um, going to Mary alone that are supposed to be memorized and, and recited. And that, the, again, the purpose of the prayer beads or the rosary beads is to count the number of repetitions that you say a prayer, that you say, if I, again, the Hail Mary prayer or the Apostles' Creed or whatever other prayers they have, the prayer beads are to count how many times you repeat those prayers, which, again, is in, which would be in direct opposition to what Christ is saying here in Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, not to be as the heathen do, and not to repeat vain repetitions. I mean, come back and read it again. Uh, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they should be heard for their uh, much speaking. So we were giving examples about that, brothers and sisters, and not just to go at, at, at um, the, the, the prayer beads, but we were addressing the, uh, the repetitions um, that are used and that not only does the Catholic Church use the, the rosary beads, but that we that going 1,613 years before Christ came on the scene, that Hindus, Buddhists, um, uh, 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 Islam, that all these other different religions and pagan religions also use prayer beads in the same way. It's to count how many number of, of times they're reciting certain prayers. So we, we covered that, but we also covered as also in learning not the way of the heathen, we, we, uh, we, went, we went into Jeremiah chapter 10, and we were discussing uh, uh, Christmas trees. Let me make sure I did do that. Yes, we were discussing Christmas trees um, and Easter. Just, just uh, bring on Easter. But we really did touch on Jeremiah chapter 10 about Christmas trees and how in today's society that there's a lot of things that we do that we think are related to Christ, but they actually have pagan origins, that they have nothing to do with God, they have nothing to do with Christ, and that it was for these same practices that the Israelites got in trouble with God for participating in these same functions, in these same traditions, in these same methods, in the same idolatry. It, it got the Israelites um, uh, in trouble with the Most High. It really got, it really got us uh, in for. So we was and trying to keep the focus on don't, don't do things as the heathen do. Now, you might be saying, all right, Mashaba, cool. Got that. Uh, I understand where you're coming from. I might not agree where you're coming from, but I understand where you're coming from. But what does that got to do with denying Christ? All right, well, in the series, again, this being the 14th part of our series, uh, we in Parts, uh, in earlier parts of this series, we were going over and we're discussing how the Israelites in ancient Egypt, when Moses brought the word of salvation to our forefathers in ancient Egypt, that after Moses appeared, uh, the Lord God appeared to Moses in the burning bush. As the Lord God appeared to, to the Lord, and in yesterday's class, you might find out who, that, who the Lord is that was in the burning bush. Go check out yesterday's class. <laughs> um, that when the Lord appeared to Moses in the burning bush and gave Moses the knowledge of salvation and, that not, and Moses brought that knowledge of salvation that God was going to now save the Israelites. He heard our cries, he heard our, 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 our oppression and he seen we, the affliction we was going through 
and now he's going to save us. And that Moses brought, Moses and Aaron brought that message to the Israelites. And that upon hearing that and then seeing the, the miracles that the Lord God gave Moses, um, as far as the staff being thrown to the ground, the staff turning to a serpent, being picking, picking back uh, the serpent up and then turning back to a staff, and uh, Moses putting his hand into his bosom, uh, pulling it out, it turned leprous, it turned uh, to a white hand. Then he put it back in his bosom, pulled it out, and turned back dark skin like the rest of his body. That all these things, and then the words that Moses also gave and talked to Israelites about the promises uh, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, and the covenant given to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob about the promised land and about the land that was promised to the seed of Abraham, of Isaac, and Jacob. That now this is going to be the time that we is going to be now given to us. Well, the Israelites, we believe Moses and we worship and we praise, we praise God for hearing and getting this great news, this, this gospel at the time, the gospel that we're going to be saved, the gospel that we're, we're going to be delivered. Um, and if I'm Moses going to Pharaoh, that to, to uh, let, let the children of Israel go for three days so we can go serve our God, worship our God. We need a three days journey. And what Pharaoh came up with was, in a nutshell, go listen to our series. If you have time to think about your God, you're not busy enough. We're going to cut off government assistance. Is what it, 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 was, it, it was equal to in that time. We're cutting off government assistance, but in order for you to maintain your lifestyle here in Egypt, in order to maintain what you need to do to survive in Egypt, which at that time was making bricks, now, without the, without the government assistance, you still have to maintain yourself here in Egypt, but it's going to be without government assistance. So now your mind will be more on working. Your mind will be on how to work and how to survive and how to make it instead of thinking about you're going to go serve your God. And that was the plan that was devised by Pharaoh to specifically make sure the Israelites stopped thinking about serving the Lord, our God, and that the Israelites' mind should be turning more about work, working. How am I going to survive? How are we going to eat? How are we going to be taken care of? How, um, um, if, if we can't maintain and keep the bricks coming, how are we going to make it? We're not going to be able to make it. And we, 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 we uh, mirrored how that, that existence back in ancient Egypt, how some of these same things are being uh, implemented here in modern day times, in that with the cost of living of rising the way it is, uh, inflation uh, becoming really ridiculous and it's going to get worse and worse and worse, um, that the mentality of a, a lot of our people now, as we get the knowledge that we're the Israelites and we're following Christ through the scriptures like the Bible says, that our minds are still being very distracted to how we're going to eat, how we're going to survive, how we're going to make it, that our minds now are on we got to make sure we get this money. Um, and it starts even from, from our, the education, that now we got to make sure we get a good education so we can get a good job, so we can get a good career, so that now we can, we can be able to take care of ourselves, that we can get that job that's got the health insurance, we can get that job that's got the dental insurance, we can get the job that's going to insure or give some type of insurance because we, we have to maintain our, 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 our health, we got to maintain our, our lifestyles, we got to maintain our, our where we live at, we have to keep these things maintained. And if we don't have a good enough job, we're going to be in trouble. So from school, from uh, elementary school to middle school, um, uh, we can see where even our minds are being directed towards, you need to get, get your focus on what you're going to do after school. 
what's going to be your career? That Yeah, we know you're 10, 11, uh, 8 years old, but you got to start thinking about what you're going to do for work, how you're going to survive, how you're going to make it. And now our minds are really going and pushed towards the, in those directions with the emphasis being on how we're going to make it, how we're going to survive, as opposed to the message that the Israelites, that with all the signs of prophecy taking place in the world, these are signs that we as Israelites, the Israelites are about to be saved and delivered from the very last captivity they've ever been in. This last captivity um, from the book of Daniel, the last captivity uh, from the second Ezra, the last captivity, uh, including what is, is uh, Armageddon, that this is going to be it, that this is going to be it, that we're now going to be saved. Like, like our foreparents were saved out of the many captivities that he went through in the Old Testament, that now the, the last Savior, the chosen Savior, the anointed Savior, who the world calls Jesus Christ, will finally come now to save his people uh, out of this last captivity, and we will never, ever go into captivity because of our sins ever again. That the kingdom is now going to be restored back to the nation of Israel. So as we're seeing these things and, and, and these things are being revealed to us, there's still the overriding um, mindset of how we're going to be taken care of, how we're going to survive. I get that, that things are getting real right now. I don't have that much time for the Bible. I don't have that much time to not even apply. I'm going to listen to it kind of, um, you know, uh, you know uh, kind of. I'm going to hear about the word, but really my focus is going to be on how I'm going to make it, how I'm going to get this money, how I'm going to survive. And not even on, on a, on a um, that we want to be the, the uh, Jay-Z rich or uh, Oprah Winfrey rich or Tyler Perry rich or Donald Trump rich. Just how, are we going to, how am I going to survive? How are we going to make it? How are we going to get through? And to where now we have a lot of families, as I was going over on, on Monday, a lot of families, if you know, you, you have a lot of families nowadays that have to live together. I must say have to live together, that in a household, just a regular husband and wife household, it now takes both parents in, a, in, a, in, in, in that situation to be working, to bring money in, to make, keep and maintain the house with transportation, with rent, a mortgage, with uh, um uh, utilities with food, it's going to take those two incomes, at least two incomes, to help just maintain some type of, of, of lifestyle. Um, you have a lot of retirees uh, that have worked. They definitely put their work in, at, uh, in a career, but the pension, the 401k, whatever it might be, it's just not enough. It's just not enough. And now they are having to go get uh, 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 part-time jobs. You see them at Walmart. You see them at fast food restaurants. Um, you see a lot more elderly, elderly people actually having to work, actually having to work to help maintain any type of lifestyle, help maintain any type of, of living. And that all this, as we can see, that there's no new thing under the sun, is designed to keep our minds off of salvation or now, the, now we have, uh, let me say it like this, brothers and sisters. It's got our minds not thinking about salvation of the nation of Israel being saved. It's got many of us thinking about salvation, about how I'm going to pay my bills. 
that now if I can pay my bills, I'm going to be saved. That the power of God, the power of the Lord, is that I can now pay my bills. I now have got another, a, another job or got a job that I can now pay my bills. I can now survive here. And that is being saved. And that, brothers and sisters, is not what any of the Bible de- describes as salvation. And I've done that series also uh, here at ISBJK Bible Talk. That was a, a 18 part series on salvation. All right, we invite you to go and check it out on <coughs> any one of our platforms. So, coming back now to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 7 and 8. Let's read verse 7. And I'll continue into verse 8. Matthew chapter, <coughs> allergies. Matthew chapter 6, again, verse 7, it does read this. It says, uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 7, but when you pray, use not vain repetitions, as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. So we covered that part, but I want us to concentrate this time, again, on as the heathen do. All right, I want us to really concentrate on as the heathen do. All right, because he's giving two examples here. One, that the heathen, the, by all the many prayers, the repetition of the same prayer, that they're going to be heard for them are speaking. We, we covered that. What's something else that the heathen do that the Lord is saying, don't be like the heathen? Uh, from Jeremiah chapter 10, learn not the ways of the heathen. Let's check it out. Uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 8. It says, be not therefore like unto them. When we read Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, he says, Be ye not therefore like unto them. Who is the them? The heathen. Be ye therefore not like unto them, the heathen. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. And I wanted to get into this here. Be, uh, be not, be ye therefore, be ye therefore, be not ye therefore like unto them. For your father knoweth what things you have need of before you ask him. So I want to get into the heathen thing a little bit more. I want to look into the ways and the mindset of the heathen that, is, that will get us uh, caught up and get us stumbling into where now our works are not really right with the father. Uh, the path we're walking, the, and even what our, what our faith is in, really is not in the faith of Christ as the scriptures describe. It's our faith is in our own works, our own hands. Our faith is in, I've getting enough money to survive. All right? So, heathen. We'll go to the Webster's 1828 Dictionary. Webster's 1828 Dictionary for the word heathen. And it reads, it's from a Greek word, uh, uh, heath. That is, one who lives in the country or woods as a pagan from pa- uh, Pagus, a village. All right? That's the etymology of the word heathen. But now let's get into the definition. A heathen is, number one, a pagan, a Gentile, one who worships idols or is unacquainted with the true God. I really want to get this out, brothers and sisters. A heathen is, yes, a pagan. A heathen can be said a Gentile. A heathen is one who worships idols. A heathen is... uh, is one unacquainted with the true God. That a heathen can be somebody who is not acquainted 
with the true God. Now, I know we're dealing with definition of heathen. Who is the true God? Who is the true God? I'm asking you, brothers and sisters, to join me. And let's go to, let's put my Bible back up. Let's go to Exodus. Chapter 3, and verse 15. Exodus chapter 3, verse 15. It reads, And God said moreover unto Moses, Thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, has sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Now, among Hebrew Israelites and, and, and even people of the world, there's a controversy about is his name Jehovah, is it Yahweh, is it Yahweh, is it Yahshua, is it um, um, Ashiah, is it Yeshiah, is it um, Ahiah? There's all type of, uh, of different um, uh, thoughts on the pronunciation of, of the name of God, all right? Instead of getting caught up into that part, I'd like to focus here on, on verse 15. Who is God? Who is God saying he's a God of? So here in Exodus 3.15, I'm going to read again. And God said, Moreover unto Moses, thus shalt thou say unto the children of Israel, the Lord God of your fathers. So who is God? He's the Lord God of your fathers. Who has been addressed to? The Israelites. The Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham. So again, who is God? He's the God of Abraham. The God of the Bible is the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. Who is the God of the Bible? The God of the Bible is the God of the children, of the fathers of the children of Israel. He's the God of Abraham, and he's the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The God of the Bible, Old Testament, New Testament apographer, the God of the Bible is also the God of Jacob. And this is his name forever that he is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob forever. And this is my memorial unto all generations. One thing that's never going to change, whether the Israelites became or the Jews, or the Israelites became the Greeks, the Israelites are the Gentiles, the one thing that's not going to change about God, no matter what language we are speaking, Hebrew, English, Spanish, French, Creole, Batutsi, uh, uh, I, I, I don't care. One thing that is not going to change is that the Lord God of the Bible is the God of, of the fathers of Abraham, of Israel, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That's going, that is his name forever and unto all generations. So what does that mean? Being he's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. By his own words, these are the words of Moses. This is his own words to Moses, who he's the God of. 
right? A person can try and argue with me all they want to on that, but that scripture is unbreakable. And like Christ said, the scriptures can't be broken. Okay? So what does that mean now? In dealing with the God of the Bible, who is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, that right there, brothers and sisters, just killed any religion that any of us might have. Any religious perspective or point of view that any of us might be have influenced with, might have been conditioned and grow, grew up with, that statement right there should have killed any thoughts we had that the religion we grew up in is the right religion. Or that to follow the God of the Bible is something religious. Right here, the Lord God is stating that his name forever and unto all generations is that he is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. A bloodline. A lineage. DNA ancestry. That cannot be broken. That can't be broken. Let me do the search real quick. I, I, I didn't have this in my, in my, in my class, but I'm going to look it up real quick anyway. Let's look up A-B-R-A-H-A-M, Abraham. All right. Let me do this. Let me do this. Let me do this. I'm sorry. I'm taking a little bit of time, but I just want to get this real quick. Because a lot of times, we just don't get it. Um, A-B-R-A-H-A-M. Abraham, I-S-A-A-C-I-S-R-A. Come on. It's not even typing now. All right. A-B-R-A-H-A-M. Abraham, I-S-A-A-C. Isaac. I-S-R-A-E-L, Israel. Search. You got to be kidding me. Now it doesn't want to come up, y'all. All right, hold up. I got to restart my Bible app because it's not one to search. Tell me one second. I, I want this. I do want this. I got to take a quick intermission. I'm going to get this. So let's go ahead and listen to real quick and forgive my uh, uh, forgive this. Check out this song. I kind of like it a lot. It's, it's about three or four years old. The, the, the sister, your pa Q. Let me play this real quick and so I can get this, this, this thing I'm looking for. I'm going to be right back. Yeah. 
What do you think that your shy gon' do? You think that he coming to jump through the hoop? You think that he coming with flowers and roses and rainbows? Oh boy, you are really confused. I'm not gon' lie, I'm just gon' tell you the truth. He gave me this gift, so I'm up in his booth. And I'm venting, I'm sending the message. I pray that you hear, cause these chains are as tight as a noose. These rappers using they platform to talk nonsense to these kids. You wonder why they all in prison doing biz. You wonder why these young kids having kids. You wonder why they dealing drugs, getting killed. You these ills. You rap about money like it's a big deal. You selling your soul just to get you a deal. It's funny cause the money that you're worshiping and nothing gonna be long gone. When you're dead in the grave and your soul gone. Then you're waking up in fires and brimstone. And you're gassing for air but you can't breathe. You wanna dip out but you can't leave. It's a type of heat that you ain't seen. Only one thing that you gonna need is ventilation. What we gotta prove already, Rich. You can ride a band, we got spaceships, big man. Make the main more imminent. Navigating sky five for the non conformance. Put on a performance, like camera action, look at the hysteria Dress up the set, now we up in Syria Thinking we crazy, excited, delirious I'ma sit and just watch the calamity Sit and got to Satan, yeah, they gotta be, gotta be Golly, wicked, wicked world, so ungodly Waiting on apocalypse, calculating eclipse Finding the signs of the time, by the signs in the sky They skip Jeremiah, thinking you messing with a put cat Yeah but he alive. Talk about CERN. Don't crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up a little bit. Crank it up. Just crank it up a little bit. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. <laughs> all right, uh, forgive me for that, but I, I did find what, what, what I was looking for. We just read Exodus chapter 3, verse, verse 15. Now, I want to read. This is um, in First Kings. Now, I'm going to the book of First Kings, chapter 18, verse 36. All right, the book of First Kings, chapter 18, verse 36. And I'm just going to read it. And it says, and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet. Now, many of us are familiar with how powerful and who Elijah was, that there was uh, too many in the earth, two men in the earth that didn't see death uh, and, and that, that were uh, that didn't see death and were picked up by God. One being Enoch, the other being Elijah, right? Elijah the prophet. So listen what this says now. First Kings chapter 18, verse 36. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Did we hear what the prophet Elijah said? That, that God is the Lord God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel. I, I, did, did we catch that? Did we catch that? Um, check this out. First Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 18. First Chronicles, chapter 29, verse 18. This is what is read here. O Lord, God of Abraham, 
Isaac, and of Israel, our fathers. Keep this forever in the imagination of the thoughts of the heart of thy people and prepare their heart unto thee. What should be in the imagination of the hearts of God's people? And God is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Israel. All right? So not only do we have, I just want to just get that real quick, that we have the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, but we know Jacob's name was changed to Israel, and Israel is the, is the father of the nation of Israel, of the 12 tribes of Israel, that this is who God is, that when we're, dealing, when we're talking about God, the God of the Bible. So when we go back to the definition of heathen, from the Webster's 1828 uh, 18, dictionary for the word heathen, a heathen is a pagan. A heathen is a Gentile. A heathen is one who worships idols. A heathen is unacquainted with the true God. Who is the true God of the Bible? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. That, 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 is, that is unrefutable. That, is, that can't be argued with. All right? If you're not acquainted with the true God, you're a heathen. Now, a heathen can be an Israelite. Not just a nation, uh, uh, an Israelite born from Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob who has the mindset of a pagan, who has the mindset of a Gentile, who, who worships idols or is unacquainted with the true God, doesn't know the God of the Bible. Even an Israelite can be considered a heathen. It says, going on with the definition of heathen in, uh, in the Western 1820 Dictionary. In the scriptures, the word seems to comprehend all nations except the Jews or Israelites, as they were all strangers to the true religion. Everybody outside of the Israelites is considered a heathen. All right? I'm, I'm going to read it again. Everyone uh, in the scriptures, the word seems to comprehend all nations except the Jews or Israelites, as they were all strangers to the true religion. Everybody outside of Israel was a stranger to the true religion or to the true God. How do we know this is true? Let's go to Psalms. All right? Let's go to the book of Psalms, chapter 147. Psalms. One forty-seven and verse nineteen. Psalms chapter one forty-seven, verse nineteen. This is what it reads. This is Psalms chapter one forty-seven, verse nineteen. He talking about the true God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He showeth his word unto Jacob. God only showed his word to Jacob. Who was there to actually receive the Ten Commandments? When Moses first descended from the mount, and the finger of God had wrote the Ten Commandments on the tablets, who saw what God wrote in the Ten Commandments? And Moses wound up smashing um, the Ten Commandments because of the idolatry of the Israelites 
as Moses being in, in the mountain for 40 days and 40 nights. And we, and, and we went off trying to get back to Egypt and worship the same way that we did in Egypt and party and, 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 and do things like the Egyptians did that, and built the golden calf. Y'all, y'all remember that story? So literally, God showed his word to Jacob when he wrote the Ten Commandments with his finger on the tablets and gave those to Moses. He showed his word unto Jacob, his statutes and his judgments unto Israel. What's the judgment, brothers and sisters? A lot of times we define this as uh, a judgment is a punishment uh, for, for breaking the law. All right? A lot of times we say that. But a judgment also, brothers and sisters, is God's opinion. A judgment, like, this is how God judges. This is how God looks at it. God determines or judges that any swine is an abomination. God's judgment uh, when it comes to uh, incest, God's against it. God's judgment that the LBGTQ is not a society worthy of living, that the LGBTQ LGBTQ community should repent because in his mind, his judgment is very offensive, it's an abomination, it's disgusting. It goes against what he said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. So why would he come back after saying, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth, make a man be trapped in a woman's body? Make a woman be trapped in a man's body. Why would he have same-sex people be enamored with one another? How can they reproduce? So God gave his judgments, his perspective, his opinion on how he judges everything. He gave that unto Israel. Psalm 147, verse 20. He has not dealt so with any nation. God has not shown any other nation his statutes and his judgments like he did for our forefathers, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. For, that, for being at Mount Sinai, when Lord God first appeared to us and we heard his voice to that 40 years in the wilderness where Moses was teaching us God's laws, God's ways, God's judgments. Verse 20, he had not dealt so with any nation. God has not revealed himself in the way he did to the Israelites to any other nation. And for his judgments, how God judges things, how God looks at things, or how God punishes for not doing things the way he wants things done. They have not known them. Praise the Lord. This is what the Bible says, y'all. This is what the scripture says. So, and getting back to our definition of heathen. Heathen, a pagan, a Gentile, one who worships idols or is unacquainted with the true God. In the scriptures, the word seems to comprehend all nations except the Jews or Israelites. 
as they were all strangers to the true religion and all addicted to idolatry. On that note, brothers and sisters, we got to we got to get one more verse. Um, N A T I O N I C O L S. When we go to Psalm chapter ninety-six, verse five. Psalms. Chapter 96 and verse 5. When we read Psalms, chapter 96, verse 5, it says, For all the gods of the nations are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. So however all the other nations of the earth, whatever they worship, however they worship, whatever they get down with, all of those, are idols. Remember what God told the Israelites, the first commandment, thou shalt have no other God before me. So the things that the other nations look up to, the things that the other nations respect, reverence, the things that the other nations give themselves over to are idols. The way they think the way they look at things, they're idols because they don't know and they've been giving the true God's judgment. The true God's way of doing things. He has not given that to any other nations. For all the gods of the nations, Psalm 96 verse 5, for all the gods of the nations are idols. But the Lord made the heavens. All right, so coming back now to the definition. Um, in the scriptures, the word seems to comprehend all nations except the Jews or Israelites, as they were all strangers to the true religion and all addicted to idolatry. The word may now be applied perhaps to all nations, except to uh, he went off, except to Christians and, and Mohammedans. How the hell he's going to say Christians and Mohammedans? That's Islam. Anyway, uh, heathen without the plural termination is used plurally and collectively for Gentiles or heathen nations. All right. Um, <laughs> and in definition number two, a heathen is a rude illiterate, barbarous person. What are they illiterate to? God's word. All right? Let's look up the word Gentile, brothers and sisters. Let's look up the word Gentile now. Gentile. It's from the Latin word gentilius. Uh, from the Latin genus, meaning nation, race, applied to pagan. All right? That's the etymology of the word Gentile. In the scriptures, a pagan, a Gentile in the scriptures is a pagan, a worshiper of false gods. Check this out, brothers and sisters. Any person, not a Jew or a Christian, a heathen. 
The Hebrews included in the term goyim or nation. All the tribes of men who had not received the true faith and were not circumcised. So anybody is considered a Gentile who has not received the true faith. Because yes, brothers and sisters, and we've covered this in many classes. You say you have faith in Christ, but do you really have faith in Christ? Do you even know who the Christ of the Bible really is? If you, if you need help, I got a series I've done at ISBHBK Bible Talk. Did <laughs> you check out on Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio Podcasts, Podcast Addict, or www.blogsonradio.com forward slash Mashallah, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. All right? There's, this is being covered from his color to his origins to his name. We've covered it all. We're covering it all. All right? It says, um, Gentiles, pretending to pagans or heathens. All right? So, if we come back to Matthew chapter 6 now, verse 7 and 8. Let me go ahead and just pull it up in my Bible app. If we come back now to Matthew chapter 6, where also, yes, we get the Lord's Prayer. And that's what we're about to go into some y'all. Matthew chapter 6. Come on. My eyes, my eyes, my eyes. Matthew chapter 6, verse 7. But when you pray, Matthew chapter 6, verse 7. But when you pray, Use not vain of repetitions as the heathen, as the heathen do. For they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. So the people who don't know the true religion, who don't know the true God, who do not have the true faith, they pray using vain repetitions. That's why they have the rosary beads. That's why they have prayer beads. Because they don't know the true God. Matter of fact, hold up. How did I miss that, that scripture? T-R-U-E-G-O-D. And in Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 10. Jeremiah, chapter 10, verse 10. But the Lord is the true God. He is the living God and an everlasting king. At his, at his wrath, the earth shall, be, shall tremble. And the nations shall, shall not be able to abide his indignation. So, again, who is the true God? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. The true God. Because, remember, the God of, of the nations are what? Idols. Let me see if I got anything else here. Just to... Just to In St. John, chapter 17, verse 3, St. John, chapter 17, verse 3, guess who's speaking? Guess who's Bizak? John, chapter 17, verse 3, we have Jesus Christ. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who in, in the Paleo Hebrew, we say Yahweh Shai, he who saves, all right? 
3 John chapter 17, verse 3, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. So again, what are we dealing with here? The only true God. I'll be joined by my brother, Gabar Kawak. Let me pull him up. Let me merge the call. Shalom, sir. Yahweh Hashem, Yahweh Shai Barakatah. What's good, brother? What's good? What's good? What's good? Uh, uh, having the opportunity to please the Heavenly Father. One more again. Um, I believe you're in uh, uh, St. John chapter 17 and verse 3. Yeah, read it. Go ahead, read it. Please do. Please do. Con. Uh. St. John chapter 17 and verse 3 reads, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. That it's time for us as Israelites, it's time for us now to come back and learn the true God, the true religion, and not be Gentiles, not be heathens. Where our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is warning us in Matthew chapter 6 verse 7, that when we pray, use not vain repetitions as the heathen do, for they think that they shall be heard for their much speaking. Uh, if you want to read Matthew chapter 6, verse 8, please. Con. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 8 reads, <clears throat> Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your Father knoweth what things ye have need of, before you ask him. All right. So he said, don't be like the heathen. Don't pray like how the heathen pray. And who are the heathen? Those who do not, are, are pagans. The heathen is a pagan. Uh, a Gentile, one who worships idols or the nations of the other gods or the gods of the other nations or is unacquainted with the true God. In the scriptures, the word seems to be to comprehend all nations except the Jews and Israelites, as they were all strangers to the true religion and all addicted to idolatry. And this is where God kept getting mad at the Israelites because the Israelites kept, we kept mingling ourselves amongst the, let me get that scripture. You know what's that? Mingling themselves among the heathen? Um, Daniel. No, 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 no. Psalm no, chapter no, no. one hundred six, verse thirty-five. Psalm chapter one hundred six, verse thirty-five. Psalm chapter one hundred six, and verse. 30, 35? Huh. Hold on, one second, one second. Um, 
Psalms chapter 106 and 34 reads, They did not destroy the nations concerning whom the Lord commanded them. So did the Lord God not command the Israelites upon coming into the promised land, the land that had been promised to Abraham, the land that had been promised to Isaac, the land that had been promised to Jacob, that the Canaanites had, had, had took over, were squatting on, that when the Israelites came out of Egypt, we did our 40 years in the wilderness, and now in coming into the promised land, there was nations the Lord commanded us to destroy. There were Gentiles the Lord commanded the Israelites to destroy. There were heathen that the Lord commanded the Israelites to destroy. But the Israelites did not do it. Our forefathers did not do what the Lord God commanded. Verse 35. Psalms chapter 106 and verse 35 reads, but were mingled among the <clears throat> but were mingled among the heathen and learned their works. So what did our forefathers do? We were, were mingled heathen. among the heathen and then we learned their works. Reading on. Time. And they served their idols, which were a snare unto them. And we served their idols, which was a snare unto them, meaning to the Israelites. Keep reading. Time. 37, yeah, they sacrificed their sons and their daughters unto devils. So what did the Israelites do in following the ways of the nations and following the gods of the nations and not obeying the true God? We wound up sacrificing our sons and our daughters unto devils. Reading on. And shed innocent blood, even the blood of their sons, and of their daughters, whom they sacrificed unto the idols of Canaan. And the land was polluted with blood. This is what the Israelites did, and now starting to follow and mingle with the other nations. Reading on. Thus were they defiled with their own works, and went a-whoring with their own inventions. And the Israelites went a-whoring with our own inventions. Now that we're mingling among the heathen, that whatever thoughts come to my mind, let's go after it. Let's pursue it. Let's do things like they do things. Let's eat things like they eat things. Let's do, let's do our kids like they do their kids. Let's have our kids worship the same bull crap, like what became known as Christmas. The sitting above of a, of, a, of a tree and decorated with silver and gold. Let's do like the way, that's the way the heathen do it. Doing the sign that is supposed to be the Passover, but the other nations have a God called Easter. She's a sex God. She's a fertility God. And they deal with the rabbit because the rabbit reproduces a lot. So let's go ahead and have Easter. Yes, my sister. Yes, my dad. We are definitely doing the same thing now. Yes, we are. So let's go ahead now. Let's have them do Easter around the time of Passover, to worship the goddess Easter or Astarte. And let's have them not think about this is supposed to be the birth of Christ and not thinking about the Passover. 
Let's have them thinking about there's a rabbit that lays eggs, colored eggs. And you know what? He's got a cousin named Cadbury who brings the Cadbury bunny, means those chocolate Easter eggs with the, the nugget center that's just, oh, all types of delicious. Let's have our kids thinking about this and not the true God, not the true religion. Oh, and let that also represent that instead of thinking about Christ actually resurrected from the dead and that if Christ resurrected from the dead, standing up for the, the laws of God, standing up for God's way, if we follow Christ, even though we die, we will come back also. That we don't have to be worried about death if we start doing things the way God think, thinks is right and people actually kill us. And now we don't have to worry about that and be afraid of death and afraid of dying. Because now we're standing up for the word of God and we're doing things the way God wants things done. And we're learning how to love one another, not have, a, not have vengeance, not have anger, not have malice, not have wrath. The way Christ did. To not learn how to be humble and meek like Christ was. That we follow that, and even they put us to death, that there's a resurrection because Christ resurrected. Let's not think about that, though, that Christ actually resurrected. Let's put the greatest event in, in, in the creation of, since there was creation, Christ rises from the dead. Let's not associate that. Let's not think about that. Let's think about this damn rabbit. Let our kids be thinking about that. I I have, I have a question. Yes, sir. Um, do you think that it's a, a coincidence that the rabbit that comes hopping down the bunny trail, the name happens to be Simon Peter or Peter Cottontail by any chance? Uh, I never thought about it, but um, yeah, here, here comes Peter. Uh, yeah, Cotton would tell. I forget how the damn yeah. song goes. Hopping down the bunny trail. Yes. Hoppity, hoppity, Easter's on its way. Right. Now, I've always kind of, you know, wondered. I, 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 I didn't say that to read it. It's a question. Hippity, I'm not saying the, the hippity hoppity. Hip hop. <laughs> right. Hip hop. We're part of the hip hop. I, I, I'm not going there. I'm not going there. I'm not going there. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> that this white rabbit named Peter, when Peter was a dark-skinned man according to the scriptures, may, I don't know, maybe it's all just entwined to keep us all delusional. But let's keep reading. Todd. Um, Psalms chapter 106 and verse 39 reads, Thus were they defiled with their own works and went a-whoring with their own inventions. Reading on. Therefore, was the wrath of the Lord kindled against his people insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. What? Therefore, was the wrath of the Lord kindled against who? His own people. His against his people. Insomuch that he abhorred his own inheritance. Reading on. And he gave them into the hand of the heathen. And we can go back, starting from the book of, Judge, of, of, of Judges. 
going all the way back to the book of Judges and coming forward, we've been delivered into the hands of the heathen. The Brother Tells the Father, is, 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 there's a great series y'all might want to check out on ISBHBK Bible Talk on uh, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, iHeartRadio, <laughs> iHeartRadio Podcast, Apple iTunes, um, Podcast Addict. He's doing a great series in covering Never Wax Pale. How we, how from the time of the, uh, the split of the kingdom in 922 BC, all the way forward up until present day, but he, right now he's really covering uh, from the time of Christ right now. He's really got in, in, in the nooks and crannies of that, of how we've been handed into the hands of the heathen. And how with the birth of Christ, is, uh, you know what? I ain't going to give it away. Go check out yesterday's fast. Go check out yesterday's fast. <laughs> That's, uh, never watch Pell. Um, uh, oh man, I, my, my memory really is getting, getting bad. I just mentioned, I just said it, and now I can't think about it. Um, episodes. Never by spell, the squirrel without and the terror within. Go check it out. Go check it out. So continue reading, my, uh, my brother. Fine. Psalms chapter 106 and verse 41. 41 reads, And he gave them into the hand of the heathen, and they that hated them ruled over them. And those that hate us have been ruling over us and to this day because we wanted to worship the way they did and be like them the, the, all these millennium. Verse 42. Con, their enemies also oppressed them, and they were brought into subjection under their hand. Verse 43. Many times did he deliver them, but they provoked him with their counsel and were brought low for their iniquity. Nevertheless, uh, <laughs> he regarded their affliction when he heard their cry. And he remembered uh, for them. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and just read it. Go ahead and just read it. I, 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 I'm stuck. Go ahead. Come. And he remembered for them his covenant and repented according to the multitude of his mercies. Who was this for? The Israelites. Read it on. He made them also to be pitied of all those that carried them captives. That's why you got so many vulture, culture, vulture cultures now. That's why there's so many wiggers out here now. Reading on. Save us, O Lord, our God, and gather us from among the heathen to give thanks unto, the holy unto thy holy name and to triumph in thy praise. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel from everlasting to everlasting, and let all the people say, Amen. Praise Amen. you, the Lord. Praise you. Hallelujah. 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 So, let's go back to Matthew chapter 6 now, verse 32. We're still keeping it in, in Matthew chapter 6, 
in the top part of the verse, in verse 7 and 8, he says, don't learn the way of the heathen, and don't be like the heathen. Now we're going to jump back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 32, or jump down to Matthew chapter 6, verse 32. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 32 reads, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Now, these are the things that the Gentiles seek. Now, I jumped because there's, there's, there's a great deal of information that we're going to go back and get. But I want to keep our minds right now on how the heathen and the Gentiles want they're the same thing. And that the things and the way that the Gentiles seek and the way they pray and where they do things, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, uh, the son of Mary, the son of Joseph, the son of David, the king of the Jews, the Savior of the nation of Israel, is warning us and telling us, don't be like the heathen. Don't do that to their ways. Now he's telling us here in verse 32, for after all these things do the Gentiles seek. Reading on. Con. Um, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 33. Oh, well, 32, I'm sorry, in the middle. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. All right, so he's dropping some jewels here. He's dropping some dimes here. For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. In verse 8, did he not just say the same thing in verse 8? He said, Be not ye therefore like unto them, for your father knoweth what things ye have need of before ye ask him. Uh oh. Uh oh. I, I, I hope we're seeing a connection right here. Let's get Luke chapter 12, verse 30. Luke chapter 12 and verse 30 reads, For all these things do the nations of the world seek after, and your father knoweth that ye have need of these things. Now, are we supposed to not have faith in, 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 in the word of God? It, didn't Abraham have faith in the word of God, and that was counted to him for righteousness? To have faith in the Lord of God, that is what counted Abraham righteous because he had faith in the word of God. Are we not supposed to have a similar faith? In the word of our God, through his son, our king, our Lord, Jesus Christ, Shahabashad? Don't think and do like the heathen do. Because your father knows what you have need of. So all the repeated prayers ain't needed. Don't need the rosary beads. Don't need the, 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 the prayer beads. That's not needed. To be thinking and going after the things the way the heathen do, the Gentiles do, don't do it. Your father knows what you have need of before you ask. He knows. Let's have some faith. Let's have some faith. Now, faith in what? Let's go back to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. I wanted to get all those things kind of highlighted. Let's come back now to Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9. Time. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9 reads, After this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. All right, so he said, after this manner, pray ye. 
our father. When he says our father, who's the our? Who is God the father of? Let's go to Jeremiah. Chapter, give me one second. Uh, Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 9. Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 9. I already kind of gave it away. If we're kind of connecting the dots, that first off, the true God, according to Exodus chapter 3, verse 15, is who? The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob. According to Elijah, the true God is the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Israel, the Israelites. And he's now, when it says, our father, who does God say he's the father of? When Christ is speaking to his disciples and the multitudes in Jerusalem, by the way. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 31, verse 9. Read. Fine. They shall come with weeping, and with supplications will I lead them. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way, wherein they shall not stumble. For I am a father to Israel and Shut Ephraim. Shut the door. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's a hell of an understanding on the on the uh, possessive pronoun of our father. <laughs> I could I, we we could we could really embellish on this right here. We really could embellish, but I'm I'm not going to. Here is being prophesied that we shall come with weeping. Humble supplication. Meaning we're going to be humbled. We're going to be humbled. Um, remember, it says when Christ comes, when he makes his second return, that every knee is going to bow. There's not going to be no question. There ain't going to be nobody who's sedity or, or high and mighty that, that men might have reverence to. Every knee is going to bow. So we're going to come with weeping. And we're going to come with supplication. Will I lead them? We're going to be humbled. I will cause them to walk by the rivers of waters in a straight way. This is reminiscent of what David told us in the 23rd Psalms. He leading me beside the still waters that the warfare is going to finally be accomplished. That, 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 we're going to read that scripture. Do we read that scripture right now? Um, oh, yes, I'm thinking about it. C-O-M-F-O-R-T-A-B-L-E. Uh, hold on one second. The 
W-O-R-V-S. Let's go real quick. Hold this, please. Hold this. Uh, it's Isaiah 43 and 1. Isaiah? Yeah, hold this, please. And we'll get Isaiah 43 and 1. 43 and 1 or 33 and 1? Hold up. Isaiah 40 and verse 1. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 1. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 1 reads, Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Comfort ye, comfort ye my people, saith your God. Go ahead. Speak ye comfortably to Jerusalem and cry unto her that her warfare is accomplished, that her iniquity is pardoned. For she hath received of the Lord's hand double for all her sins. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. It says we have received double for all of our sins. So now it's time for the comfort words to come back to God's people, the Israelites. And what are the comfortable words that God wants us to hear? Jump down to verse 15. Fine. Isaiah chapter 40 and verse 15 reads, Behold, the nations are as a drop of a bucket. How does God, what are, the comfortable, what, what are the comfortable words that God wants his people to hear? That the nations are as a drop of a bucket. God does not care about any of the rest of these nations. That the nations are as a drop of a bucket. Read. And are counted as the small dust of the balance. The balance is a scale. What is, how much, how, how much weight does small dust have? First off, how much weight does dust have? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it, it, it floats, so not very much. Well, that's all the nations together. Not only are they are they not dust; they're smaller than dust, like the small dust on a scale. They hold no weight to him. They mean nothing to him. Reading on. Behold. He taketh up the isles as a very little thing. Read on. The isles. The, the isles are a very little thing in, in his eyes. We're going to talk about the Isle of Ireland. The Ireland of, the Isle of, of uh, uh, what, what is the damn thing? Uh, Great Britain of England. The, uh, the islands of the, the South Pacific Islanders. They're a very little thing to him. Very little. Reading on. Um, and Lebanon is not sufficient to burn. And Lebanon, which is uh, the Arabs, who is known for lighting themselves on fire, blowing themselves over the bomb, talking about uh, Ali Akbar. If all Arabs put a strapped a bomb on their chest and blew themselves up, God would not recognize it. <laughs> Read the next part, he's going to tell you. I'm, I'm getting it, I'm getting it, it's... 
Let's scroll up. And Lebanon is not sufficient to burn, nor the beast thereof sufficient for a burnt offering. What what beast and offerings is for what? Sacrifice. <clears throat> so all Arabs could sacrifice themselves, and it's not sufficient. It's not going to do anything. Again, we're getting some of the comfortable words God wants his people to hear. Verse 17. Con, all nations before him are as nothing. First off, all nations before him are as nothing. Read. And they are counted to him less than nothing and vanity. I don't know what, I, I, I can imagine what nothing is. Like, you look at my bank account right now, you see there's nothing in it. <laughs> if you can remember Billy Preston, you know, he had that song, nothing from nothing leaves nothing. Leave nothing. Right. <laughs> you got to have so, something. Right. But, you got to have something. But all nations before him are as nothing. But then he says, and are counted to him less than nothing. And vanity. The hell is less than nothing. The nations, the heathen, the Gentiles, the pagans, what they esteem as important, what they esteem as sacred, what they make priorities in their lives means absolutely nothing to the one true God, the only true God, who happens to be the God of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Israel, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. They are nothing, they're less than nothing. So what can they teach us? Why should we follow them? Why should we have this notion that their way of doing things now is wise? It's important. This is what our what Christ is trying to warn us about. When we pray, don't be like the heathen making vain repetitions like with the prayer beads and the, and the rosary beads. Then he, he jumped down to, don't seek after things that the Gentiles seek after. Because the Heavenly Father knows what we have need of even before we ask. So, as we come back to Matthew chapter 6, verse 9, I know we just, just jumped several times. We're coming back to Matthew chapter 6, and verse 9, it says what? Con. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 9 reads, After this manner, therefore pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Who does God himself say he's the Father of? We just read that in Jeremiah chapter 31 and verse 9. I'm a father to Israel. So when Christ is telling us here, he's speaking to the Jews. Now, I ain't gonna lie. There might have been other people around. There might have been other nations around. But this message is to whom? 
Out of this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Brothers and sisters, we were going over his name. I'm not going into the different dialects or the different titles of his name. I'm going through his name, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He said, this is my name forever and unto all generations. That's supposed to be respected. He's the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, God of Jacob. That is his name. No matter what language we're speaking, no matter what dialect we're speaking, we're not going to get away from that. Read on, verse 10. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Now, I got a couple commentaries, and y'all know how I like to do. I got a couple commentaries, and this one is from the Albert Barnes Exposition of the Bible. I'm going to read the commentary from the Albert Barnes Exposition of the Bible. On Matthew chapter 6, verse 10, it says, Thy kingdom come. That's what the scripture says. This is this historian's commentary. The word kingdom here means reign. So, when we're praying for thy kingdom come, we're praying for God's reign to come. No, Matthew chapter 3, verse 2. The petition is the expression of a wish that God may reign everywhere, that his laws may be obeyed. And especially that the gospel of Christ may be advanced everywhere <laughs> until the world shall be filled with his glory. I don't know if we caught that. I hope we did. That when it says thy kingdom come, it means the word kingdom here means reign. And that is an expression of a wish that God may reign everywhere, that his laws may be obeyed. I'm going to read on. When it says, thy will be done, here's the commentary. The scripture says, thy will be done. The commentary. The will of God is that people should obey his law and be holy. The word will here is referencing to his law and to what would be acceptable to him. So, what, what, what's being said here when it says, Our, our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come? We're saying, Father, your reign be done, and that, you, that your reign everywhere, and that your laws will be obeyed. That will be done is that the will of God, that people should obey his law and be holy. The word will here is a reference to his law. God's law, God's way, God's will be done and to what would be uh acceptable to him and oh i'm running out of time uh tons of this yesterday baruch chapter four
P-L-E-A-S-I-N-G, pleasing. Come on. Baruch chapter 4, verse 1. Baruch chapter 4, verse 1. Luke chapter 4, chapter Baruch. 4. Baruch. 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 So like that. I'm sorry. Baruch chapter 4 and verse 1 reads, This is the book of the commandments of God and the law that endureth forever. All they that keep it shall come to life, but such as leave it shall die. <clears throat> You know, verse, four, verse 4, verse 4, verse 4. Step down to verse 4. Con. Yeah. Oh, is it? Baruch in the, in the Apocrypha, chapter 4 and verse 4, reads, O Israel, happy are we, for things that are pleasing to the Most High are made known unto us. Uh-oh. O Israel, happy are we, for the things that are pleasing to God are made known unto us. To us. So I come back to this commentary. When it says, thy will be done, it's saying the will of God is that people should obey his law and be holy. The word will here is in reference to his law and to what would be acceptable to him or pleasing to him his way of doing things i'm reading on with the commentary uh to pray them that his will may be done on earth as in heaven is to pray that his law is revealed may be obeyed and loved his law is perfectly obeyed in heaven. And his true children must adherently desire and pray that it may also be obeyed on the earth. The object of these three first petitions is that God's name should be glorified, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and his kingdom established, and by being placed first, we learn that his glory and kingdom are of more consequence than our wants. I'm going to read that part again. When we pray, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. What's being, what we're saying is, whether we understand it or not, we learn that his glory and kingdom are of more consequence are of more consequence than our wants, and that these should be first in our hearts and petitions before a throne of grace. So, so we should be saying the Lord's prayer before we go to a, a, a football game, and we're asking God to give us a victory over the, uh, over our opponents, uh, and we say the Lord's prayer as if that's supposed to give do something. What? To ask me God's will that we win the football game, the basketball game, the baseball game, the hockey, the track meet, what? 
No. Oh, before we say the Lord's Prayer, before we ask God for something we want, just kind of go ahead and get that, that, that out the way so we can get to what really is important to us instead of remembering. First off, God's on his throne. And God's the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And I'm praying and asking that his will, his law, his way be on earth as it is in heaven. Not to give me just what I want. This is the notes we get from the brother Albert Barnes, Exposition of the Bible. Let's read Matthew chapter 6, verse 11. Matthew, uh, Matthew chapter 6 and verse 11 reads, Give us this day our daily bread. Give us this day our daily bread. This is going to be the last feature for today, brothers and sisters. I'm going to try to keep this right here at two hours. No, not this one, not this, not this. Um, let's go to Proverbs chapter 30. Proverbs chapter 30. Uh, give me one second. Um, hmm. Oh, come on. Now, what is this? Um, Oh, man. Where is the scripture at? I, I need it now. I really need it. Oh, the mind is going. The mind is going. Um, it's, it's the scripture that says, uh, lest I curse thee, I see this. That might be it. L-E, lest, C-U-R-S-E. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Again, if I can't find it now, I'm going to continue this uh, another class. All right. Rich, C-U-R-S-E. Let's do a partial match. Search. I can't find it right now. I can't find it. I want it, and it would be the perfect cherry on top right now. I want it. But read that verse again for me, uh, Brother Gabar, one more time, please. Um, Matthew chapter 6 and verse in, uh, verse 11. Verse 11. Matthew chapter 6 and verse 11 reads, Give us this day our daily bread. Word diet, word diet, word diet. 
I'm checking more that. Uh, I'm, I'm checking. I'm checking the verse you sent. That's the good one, but that's not the one I'm thinking about. Lord, that's the water, but that's not the one I'm thinking about. Let me check this one more time, real quick. And Sister Becky, I'm just not seeing your text. And for somebody that didn't come through, give me one. Was second. it thirty and ten Proverbs? Thirty and ten. What does it say? Um, actually, it was. It says, "Accuse not a servant no, unto." That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. Thirty and six. Here it is. And thou 30, yes, 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 yes. Proverbs chapter 30. Start at verse 7. Start at verse 7. Proverbs chapter 30 and verse 7 reads, Two things have I required of thee. Deny me them not before I die. Go ahead. Remove far from me vanity and lies. So this, this, this is some things we should be praying for. As we're thinking about our daily bread, here in Proverbs chapter 30, verse 8, that we're praying to for the Father, please do these things for us. These two things, do these two things for us. Remove from far from me vanity and lies. Reading on. Give me neither poverty nor riches. And don't give me either poverty or riches. Go ahead. Feed me with food convenient for me. Feed me with food convenient for me. Why? Verse 9. Proverbs chapter 13, verse 9 reads, Lest I be full and deny thee Do and what? say, Lest I and be deny full thee. and deny thee. Remember, this series that we're doing, brothers and sisters, is to deny Christ. Learn not the way of the heathen. Don't be as the heathen do. When we're praying in the Lord's Prayer, give us our daily bread. We should be with the understanding, don't give me too much, don't give me poverty. Lest I be full, I'm going to have too much, and then I'm going to do what? Now we're going to deny the Most High. Now we're going to deny Christ. Reading on. And say, who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and take the name of my God in vain. Then now, now, if I start stealing, now I'm not thinking. Now I'm thinking that God ain't gonna save me. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. If, that if I'm doing things that's pleasing Him, He's not going to save me. So now I gotta steal it. Now I gotta take matters in my own hands like the heathen do in order to survive, in order to make it, as opposed to let me continue to have faith in the words of the Most High that he's coming to save us. Let me endure unto the end. Let me not be or think or pray like the heathen and the Gentiles do. Let me not look for the things that the heathen, the, the Gentiles, the people who are unacquainted with the true God, the pagans, the ones who worship idols. Let me not let that creep into my mind. 
Let me not let that creep into my head. One second, sis. Um, hey, this is where I said this. Why would I need him if I have everything? We won't. That's what's going to lead to a whole lot of boasting. I'm just it. I'm the HIV. Bling, bling, bling. Just throw it in the bag. <laughs> you, you know we going old school, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, if, if, if y'all ain't seen me, I know my profile don't show it, on my, but this gray in my hair is real. <laughs> and, and yes, I got, I got locks. That's to try to hide the bald spot. <laughs> well, all right. So, brothers and sisters, I am going to end today's class with that. I am going to end uh, this session of ISBHK Bible Talk uh, with that right there. Thank everybody who, who did get a chance to tune in. Um, today being Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. So please check out. Don't let, don't let your, 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 your teaching stop. Don't let your learning stop. Please go on YouTube tonight to ISBHBK Houston. Uh, you can check them out with the Brother Quantas out. Or this is San Antonio, ISBHBK San Antonio, uh, uh, with the Brother uh, Sam Schwann and Warner Iyer. Uh, there, there's classes available. There's learning available everywhere. Uh, and it's all good. All right? It is all good. Learn, 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 learn. That, that's, that's what it's all about, all right, that, that you help keep cleansing, keep washing our minds from this filth of this world, the filth of the heathen, um, and the, the pressures and the anxieties that this, that this world is trying to give us to start doubting the words of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ that he's coming to save us, that we'll get so distracted to think that he's not going to save us. We'll get so distracted to think that he's never coming and then we're going to start taking matters to our own hands. Then we're going to start doing, you know, now we're going on beast mode, survival mode. Now I got to do what it takes by any means necessary. No, no, we don't want to let us get there. So that the trying of our faith work is patience. All right? That, that, and let patience have a perfect work. And that in our patience, possess, possess we our souls. So with that, brothers and sisters, again, thank you everybody for tuning in. Uh, please tune in tomorrow. Um, I haven't checked with Tesla yet, but please tune in tomorrow at this same time, um, uh, 10 a.m. Central Standard Time for tomorrow's session uh, episode of For Your Information. Uh, bring, uh, coming in by uh, the brother, the priest, the coach, the help, um, um, the uncle, uh, uh, brother Taza Pa. Uh, brother Gabar, anything, anything at all, bro? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually today... Um um, um I, I think you you pretty much hit the hit the the, the nail on the head. I'm a, I'm gonna just leave it. I'm gonna leave it at you know we're gonna end uh, the class today with uh, with that. Um, and also uh, thanking thanking the, the heavenly Father. All praises goes to the heavenly Father for giving me the opportunity to uh, to uh, finish out uh, today's class with you on that. Con 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 con. All right, uh, brothers and sisters, my name is Mashallah. My name is Gabar Kawab. 
And for ISBHPK Bible Talk, we would like to say Shalom. Yeah.